I'm Ant. I'm Bria. And I'm Maya. You're listening to The Bingeverse. The Bingeverse is a podcast where we talk about everything in the world of streaming. We'll tell you all about what's going on across your favorite streaming platforms and put you onto what we've been watching too. Before we get into the episode, make sure to check out the episode description to be sure you know exactly what we're discussing and where the spoilers are. So let's get into it. Welcome back, everyone, to episode four of The Bingeverse. This episode, we're going to be reviewing Dune. We're going to be talking about Insecure and some other things that we've been watching as well. But before we get started, Aunt Maya, how have your weekends, your weeks, how's all of that been for you guys? Um, I would say I'm a little, a little, not disappointed, but a little nervous about some of these reviews coming in about Eternals. They're, they're been very mixed. Um, and that's been like my most anticipated movie of the year. So I'm trying to, to, I guess, like temper my expectations, but I'm still really excited for it. But that's kind of been a little bit of a bummer of my week. I have watched so much stuff. I've been busy. So I've been multitasking, but I just been powering through so many shows. So we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. But so many shows that I've lost track of everything that I've, that I've even watched. How about you, Bria? I've been good. I just came off my first finals week. So that's been like a big weight off my shoulders. I'm going on vacation this weekend, kind of on some last minute type of thing. Because uh, I wasn't going to do anything because, you know, student without a job. But I was like, yeah, you know, student loans will, <laughs> will come <laughs> Uh, so now I'm excited to kind of get out of New York and get a change of environment and I feel like I watched a, a decent amount of stuff too because once I finished my finals I just kind of came home and didn't get off of my couch for the entire weekend so that was a lot of fun too mm-hmm. nice and so, it's back so I know we're all yes. one thing we can <laughs> agree on <laughs> Yeah, so excited for this new season of Insecure. So excited to see what Issa's about to do and what all the drama's about to be. So we'll talk about that a little bit later too. Excited for that conversation. So we'll start the episode like we usually do. Um, as far as any you know trailers or releases, anything that has come out that caught your eye, you know, what's what's out there for you guys? This hell of shit. Again, so many things that I found that I literally don't even remember seeing all these. Uh, we got the trailer for Uncharted. I'm really, uh, it looked okay. I'm not a big Mark Wahlberg fan, but I am a big Tom <laughs> Holland fan. So they send about you know a 50-50 right now on that being something I'm really interested in. But I'm going to probably go see that in theaters. Uh, I don't know if y'all saw that. What y'all think? Yeah, it definitely looks like a where National Treasure meets Mission Impossible especially with that flight scene in the trailer. I'm really excited. I feel like you can't help but think of Tom Holland and Timothy Chalamet as like the young guys kind of like dominating the space. So I feel like Dune is Timothy Chalamet's moment and Chartered outside of Spider-Man, of course, is Tom Holland's moment. So I'm really excited to see it. It looks very Mission Impossible, which are not my favorite movies, but I, I love a good adventure, so I'm I'm excited. Now I'm a big fan of Tom Holland, um, so I'm definitely gonna go watch. I 
saw the trailer it, it does seem like it's you know going to be a, a bit of like a mystery meets adventure type of thing so as long as it you know keeps my attention i'm definitely going to go watch the netflix i think they released another trailer today actually but for cowboy bebop i've never seen that anime but i am interested in watching that live action show from them I don't know oh it's gonna be live action yes oh nice Okay. Right, give us a give us a little bit of a synopsis. What's this about? I cannot because <laughs> I, right. not... I haven't watched it. <laughs> I heard people talk about it, but I have not seen it for myself. So okay, okay. I haven't seen this one, so I'll have to tune into that trailer see what it's about. Also coming to Netflix, Narcos Mexico. I have not watched Netflix or Narcos since the first season, Same. Uh, which is fire. <laughs> but I just stopped after that. How many seasons of Narcos are there? Three or I think this might be this is probably the third or fourth. And isn't there like spinoffs too? Yeah, like I yes, think this is yeah. spinoffs. Okay. Yeah, but, so I think this is going to be the fourth. Well, I don't know. This might be one of the spinoffs. So I could be wrong, but like there's three seasons. This will be the fourth. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. You only watched the first. I couldn't get with the Spanish. I couldn't. It was. Oh my gosh. That's the best <laughs> way to watch things. <laughs> I just. Too much Spanish. I was cool on it. No, I just. um I watched a couple of episodes in the first season. I think I just watched it sporadically because it was on during undergrad or something like that, like when I was in the background. But like, I didn't really know what was going on. So. About it. Let me see what this is in for. Yeah. <laughs> it was definitely a craze. Yeah. I remember. No one could stop talking about it. Yeah, it was almost like it had the same drug deal hype before power, I guess. I don't mm -hmm. know, maybe the internet. That's exactly what I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> was it because the original was about Pablo Escobar, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's one reason I watched that one. And then once it wasn't about him, I was like, all right. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even do drugs, so I don't, I don't care that much. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so next, then we have, uh, we got a trailer for Bruise, which is uh Halle Berry's directorial debut she's also acting in it uh mm -hmm. where she'll be a boxer or MMA fighter I'm not gonna be a boxer it might just be like an MMA fighter but yeah interesting yeah I don't think I saw this one um I have very low expectations <laughs> I, was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say she's directing and also the like main character yeah okay okay what's Shut like there's this running joke that everything that Holly Berry is in, it has to do, like, she's always trying to, like, save her son, or, like, it's always has something to do with this son. <laughs> and the first, and the description is, a disgraced MMA fighter finds redemption in the cage and the courage to face her demons when the son she's given up as an infant unexpectedly reenters her life. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Here we go. Another, another son story. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> it ain't broke, don't fix it, I guess. <laughs> Clearly, he's getting her a bag. So, man, I guess so. <laughs> mm -hmm. So she's like, okay, woman Creed, uh, Creed version, I guess, mixed with like million dollar baby. I hope it's good. It's rated R, so interesting. Yeah, and they they categorize it as a mystery. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Where she get her kid back? <laughs> Find out in part two. <laughs> interesting 
because no, Netflix always be leaving you off on those uh, cliffhangers. That's probably why they classify everything as mystery. Right. Everything <laughs> cuts to black in the middle of the action scene. You just sitting there wondering what happened. It was season two for two years. Like, all right. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Next we have Army of Thieves. Uh, I'm kind of looking forward to that. Yeah, did you like the first one? I did. I thought it was it was good. I, I there's a movie it reminded me of, but I can't put my finger on it. But it was a really fun watch, but just so the acting was a little ugh. Especially yeah. the daughter, but I like D- Dave Batista. So yeah, it wasn't the uh you know a critically acclaimed movie but i definitely enjoyed it like i wasn't mad after i watched it like mm, i just wasted my time that's true it was entertaining at yeah. the least yeah so i am looking for that uh then we got blade runner black lotus uh i don't know if y'all are into blade runner i actually just watched i forget what it is. is it like blade runner 2047 or something like that yeah i haven't <laughs> watched the the last one but i love the first blade runner so i gotta catch up before this one comes out yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. That'll be on Toonami and Crunchyroll, another animated thing I gotta keep up with. Um, <laughs> then we got a trailer for the Three Five Five, which so that's a movie. Um, I believe I forget what is the, the, the full synopsis. Justine movie. Uh, it might be. I just I remember it's like five or six women, and they're I think they're supposed to be spies. Oh yes, yep. Mm-hmm. Just I think Jessica Chastain is in that. Yes, she is. Oh, and Sebastian Stan. Oh, yes, absolutely. I have to check this out. That's my uh, man. <laughs> I saw the trailer when I went to go see 007 for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I have low expectations because I had high expectations for when they did Ocean's like, 8. All, yes, yes. Oh God, it was <laughs> so that was bad. bad. It reminded me of that, yeah. That's exactly what it reminded me of. Horrible. So, I hope this is better, but I don't expect it to be. Yeah. I mean, I hope so. I hate to like just be like, oh, all female spies is going to be bad. But I mean, I'm excited because I mean, the acting, they did Lupita's in it. They definitely have the acting power. Let's just see how the story is. That's what got, that's what got me. I was like, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Anything Lupita, I'm in. Yes. Um, So the next HBO Max has a series called the sex lives of college girls coming. Um, I just randomly came across that, and I don't know. It actually looked interesting at first. I was like, "Here they go with another like high school drama," and they were like, "No, it's college." And I was like, "Hmm." They, they read the complaints on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "All right, let's let's bump the age group up. We can't keep making R-rated uh, high school stuff. So it's like, like college." Like, the I mean, Gossip Girl series is just like. I would not personally. I'm like, I would not let my children watch the series. Like, it is. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like the. I haven't like haven't finished Euphoria, but they tend to have a little bit more explicit lives for younger, younger demographic on HBO. So yeah, I just feel like my high school was not like that. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Maybe like I've talked to some people whose high schools were, were like that. So I know it's not just, you know, an everyone or it's just not just like a this generation thing. But 
I don't know. This whole concept is so foreign to me. Like these high schoolers should be wilding out and euphoria and all stuff. Like, <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. yeah. Same. I'm yeah. like, I went to public school and I did not know. <laughs> right. stuff, so it kind of yeah. almost is giving me college sex in the city vibes just from like the, the description. Um, and it's based in New Hmm? None of that stuff. I don't. I don't get none of that stuff. That's in Euphoria. I'll be fucking with it though. <laughs> <laughs> but I cannot relate. But I think I think the main that um oh maybe it might just been the trailer because I think it's like the folk main characters are like four girls, but mm-hmm. the trailer mostly focused on like the black girl. And I was like, at first I thought it was just about her, but I think it's about four girls. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm hoping in the actual show, I'm hoping the black girls is still like the main focus. If not, I probably won't watch it much. Yeah, Mindy Kaling is uh, the writer slash producer, so yeah, that's a good sign. Um, then they have the Kingsman. I included this because I just I like that series. It's like it's just an entertaining series, so Mm -hmm. I included that. Um, Hypnotic. That's another one I just randomly came across. I think it's I think it's supposed to be a Netflix movie. I didn't put put that next to it. But I watched the trailer and it looked fire. What is like the premise? Oh, go ahead. What's the premise, Aunt? I might go pull it up. Oh, gotcha. Is this? Oh, this is coming to theaters. I thought it was Netflix, but it might be. Oh yeah, it's Netflix. It's Netflix. Okay, I just see. A young woman seeking self-improvement enlists the help of a renowned hypnotist. Uh, but after a handful of intense sessions, discovers unexpected and deadly consequences. Hmm. The trailer looked interesting, but Netflix be uh, fooling people like that. They definitely be getting me with the trailers and then <laughs> right. peaks. <laughs> right. No, I had I had three trailers when I went to go see what was it? Do Venom. Okay. Venom last week or two weeks ago when we did our last recording. And I don't know if y'all saw the trailer for House of Gucci. Yes. That looks really good. Like the casting is really good. I'm super excited to kind of hear that story. I know they did, or am I thinking of something else? They did an American crime story about yeah. House of Gucci. Yeah. yeah. That was, was that Versace? No, never mind. That's a separate. No, day. it might have been. It might have been Versace, actually. Okay. Yeah, they um, have a different series on Versace. Yeah, so that might be that. But the trailer looked really good, so I'm definitely going to go see it. And then last night in Soho, too. I don't know if you all saw the trailer for that, but it's essentially um, this girl who, I don't know, it seems like she's kind of like backpacking or just kind of traveling or something like that and comes across this hotel that there's this whole mystery story behind it and she's trying to save these people in her dreams and all of that. So definitely right up my alley so i'm definitely gonna go watch that too also saw the trailer for clifford the big red dog and i just am pissed that that's happening <laughs> i was just like first off why is this in my trailers for this <laughs> like this is like something you put in like the kids movie trailers but not for venom but i was quite irritated that that's actually happening so yeah Absolutely. I can't. I mean, Lady for House of Gucci, Lady Gaga, I'm like, she she's like perfect. Has been risen to like one of my favorites. Yeah. She's so dynamic. And like just even hearing her with that accent, I'm like, oh, so great. 
Perfect. Uh, yeah, that that um last night in Soho looks really good too. So that's on my list too. So I guess like the next well, we got a ton of announce well, oh wait, yellow jackets. That's another one I just randomly found. Um it's gonna be on Showtime. Okay. Um but pretty much it was it's about a girls soccer team. I think they had like it was some it was either a plane or a bus crash. And then I guess like I can't remember if all of them survived or only some of them some of them survived. But then they, they like all grew up and everything like that and they meet up and then like the trailer kind of like hints at like how they like survived and like different stuff um they kind of did like trying to survive um because so like, it was very mysterious i'm definitely interested in it. um <laughs> definitely say watch the trailer because i really like that i think that'll be i think that'll probably be like a really good show mm-hmm. so I'm looking forward to that okay. I, have, I think i have all of like the trailers that we've gone through so far i think that's the one i'm looking forward to the most what's um you said showtime yeah okay showtime might be having some uh, good stuff in it i can't remember yeah. what that show i can't remember what that show was which one billions is it billions that one but also uh there was one where the dad was trying to save the son it's like a whole legal battle i have to think of it but it was really good Yes, I love this content on Showtime. Got to renew my subscription though, because Billions is now on Amazon, so I felt like I had no reason to. <laughs> oh, it was called Your Honor. I don't know if you all ever saw that, but oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, it was very much so. Like, basically, the premise of it is this kid accidentally like hit someone with a car, and they don't know. He doesn't know at the time who it is that he hits with the car, but once he figures it out, now the dad's like trying to get the guy out of town and like all this type of stuff. So it's definitely like drama thriller, mystery type of thing. Love it. <laughs> um, so I guess like the last batch of like announcements that we saw bet- between these last two weeks is the DC fandom announcements. Um wasn't able to watch it live this year. I watched it live last year when it was like a new thing birthed out of the pandemic and no one went to Comic-Con. Um, but I guess we can start with probably like the biggest news is this Batman trailer. What are your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, not really. I'm Actually, in general, I'm not, I don't really be caring for DC. Um, I just don't. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't really care for Batman a lot. Uh, I don't like um, Robert Pattinson. He don't move me. Um, Is it because you, you know, you deem him vampire from Twilight? And you don't take him seriously, or have you seen his other work and you're still not impressed? Mine's the former. <laughs> I, knew I can't. It. I can't separate the two. It's like really hard for me. And I know <laughs> I've seen I've seen some of his other work, and I think it's really good. But it's really hard for me to watch it and not be like. Oh, the vampire! <laughs> wow, I mean, he was in Tenet. I like Tenet. I mean, he, but he was cool. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I loved him in Water for Elephants. So good, but um, I love Robert Pattinson as a dramatic actor, um, and I think I'm really excited about this installation of Batman. Um, it looks very grounded. It looks like it looks more realistic. Like. Even with the Dark Knight, there's some things. It's like, okay, how is this happening? 
but I feel like Batman is more like he says I am vengeance he's more like rough around the edges and he I mean it's just like the action looks really cool so I'm excited for it and then Matt Reeves directed my favorite well my second favorite franchise of all time the Planet of the Apes movies the newer ones so I have a lot of faith in the movie I'm I'm gonna go see it for for the content, uh, for the for the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) It's gonna be a big moment. It's really hard to like after like going after the Dark Knight. It's just tough, but I don't even think about the freaking Justice League Batman. It's horrible, but um, yeah. So we'll see what that brings. Next is Black Adam. I get so irritated that they keep putting like. It was almost the same exact update from last year's DC fandom. Like they had like the concept art and they showed that tiny like 10 second like fight scene in the trailer in this like, I don't even know what they call it, behind the scenes spot or whatever. The movie looks so corny to me. What about y'all? Low expectations. Yeah, very low. And it's just like, I'm just so confused. (laughs) It's like the whole Shazam, and uh, granted, I I don't keep up with like DC Comics. I don't know anything about him, but even the the spot they showed, it literally looked like how um, the one guy from Shazam, like who revealed himself, it was almost like the same exact scene from Shazam. So I'm curious to know like how they relate. You know, costumes damn near the same. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm not that excited for it. Um, I like The Rock. I feel like uh, he makes like entertaining movies, so um, it's not gonna be like anything like award winning. I I probably say it'll probably shoot for like a six or seven. Yeah, which is fine. I just feel like it's hard for me. Like that's someone. It's like I can only think of you as The Rock and like an extension of The Rock rather than you being another character. For most of his films, it works, but yeah. Um, the next is The Flash. I'm so excited for this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? Are you not excited for The Flash? Nah. <laughs> it looks really good. And then I feel like a lot of superhero movies now are doing this thing where they're like teasing another character. So obviously they're teasing Batman. And because I think they announced Michael Keaton's Batman is going to be in The Flash. So definitely some time travel involved with like the, with Flash. I, I'm, I was a big fan of the TV series. I kind of fell off because it got a little corny. Um, not even a little bit. That's the curse of all CW shows, I guess. But I going to say where, where good shows go to die. <laughs> right? <laughs> but it still looks good. And even though like Ezra Miller's, you know, okay actor, I feel like the story looks exciting at the least. Wow. I mean, I really just the Flash. I don't keep up with like the DC side, like I said. So the Flash, like I was just like, all right, there's more DC content that I don't care about. I think I did see that they're gonna. Um, apparently, I think they're. I think I saw that they said they're gonna build like a their own like cinematic universe. I guess. Um. So. Oh, multiverse. Yeah, I guess mm-hmm. what I think they said they're gonna try to do that too. Mm-hmm. Then, like, the last big announcement from Fandome, and there's others, but I think this is the biggest one, is a Peacemaker spinoff series. 
I honestly, know. I love James Gunn, but I'm like, why? Out of all those characters that were in, and Suicide Squad is probably top three movie of the year for me. I love that movie. But like Peacemaker, <laughs> why? I am looking forward to that. Because at the same you time, are? I feel like, I don't know. Again, I feel like John Cena in that role, I feel like that'll be like an entertaining, very entertaining show to watch. Yeah. Like, because uh, he put not the same role, but that movie where it was uh, on Hulu. Um, but he's know. like the dad or something. He wasn't a dad. It was like that. It was, um, I can't remember. Yvonne Origi was in it. And it was like that couple, and then they met the John Cena, and then that couple on. Like, oh the- yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh, the vacation mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was. I feel like he was. He acted really well. Like that character, I liked him in that. It was a silly character, and I feel like he did really well. So I feel like it's gonna be kind of the same thing. So I'm looking forward to that. Hmm, okay. Yeah. The the wrestlers really know how to act between Dave Batista, The Rock. Really showing Batista. Hmm. I'm really surprised at Batista. Yeah, I know. Even in uh, Doom, I'm like, oh, go ahead then. Yeah, and see season two. He's doing really good in it. I gotta watch that. Oh my gosh, it's so good. 15 minutes of like the first season. Well, well, I think that comes, that brings all the updates, ton of updates um, and like new series announced or we got trailers for to a conclusion. So now we can start digging deep into Dune. First things first. Uh-huh. Y'all watch it in theaters or on HBO Max? I saw it in Dolby. I saw it on HBO Max. Gang. HBO Max gang. I know. I wasn't trying to go to the theater again. Ouch, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to use up one of my uh just my AMC A list to use because I feel like I haven't really been using it much, but what are, what are y'all's thoughts on it? <laughs> they did my girls and day dirty. They Chris <laughs> they Chris Brown and stomped the yard at her. <laughs> I, I didn't like that. You know how Chris Brown was only all the girls went to go see stomp the yard because they thought Chris Brown was gonna be in the movie and he was only there for like six minutes. That's how I felt about this movie and Zendaya. Um, she was only in the movie for like a few minutes, but. You know, beautiful as ever. I didn't. It took me a, a couple times to get through this movie. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't like it. <laughs> I had to. <laughs> I didn't like it. I had to sit down on three separate occasions to get through it. Wow. Yeah. So I, I wasn't a huge fan of it. But what did y'all think? I liked it. Um, wasn't what I expected. I should have known. I, I should have just known better that they weren't going to give us like the full story. They yeah. Been- I, did you know it was only a part one? I had no idea when I went to there. I, I watched it when it dropped it on HBO Max right at six o'clock. This is right when I started it. And I was struggling. <laughs> I was, I thought it was, I was like, all right, all right, I'm making my own like little theater experience. I had my snacks. I had the blinds closed because it was still some sunlight out. Uh, all the lights off, you know, I'm chilling um and i had to, i was on my couch and i was like i have to sit up in a chair because i'm gonna fall asleep if i stay on this couch and i'm not gonna finish it so it was a it was a work it was i had to pull in a, a full shit to get through it but i got through it it was cool but it was i don't know and we're not apparently we're not getting uh, like part two for another two years which is like man 
Yeah. Interesting. I And I think I talked to um, one of my friends about it. I think if you watched it in theaters, you have a better experience because you have no distractions. And it's the type of movie you damn near have to pay attention to. Because I can definitely, a lot of like the reviews and a lot of people were saying it just felt confusing and blah. And I do feel like with the whole part one and part two, they could have included a little bit more. It truly felt like a setup movie, but I, I mean, the visuals were stunning. I totally see what you said about Zendaya. I'm like, oh my God, like she was visions. Like she was a part of like a dream most of the, most of the series, but I absolutely love Jason Momoa's character. Just Jason Momoa with a machete, a knife, whatever he can do. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, he just always delivers. Like He's so fun, so great. Big fan. Oh, <laughs> I remember He's one of the like, a man, a man. Yes. <laughs> one of those fight scenes he had. It, I was looking at it. It just didn't make sense to me. I'm gonna rewatch it. I'm gonna, uh, and then if I camera try to screen record it and send it to y'all, but it just looked weird. Really? Was it when like this? his last scene when he's like defending when he's like one against like 20 i think it was i think it was the one before that oh when he like when everyone else was like scattering and then they came and took over the village and then yeah i think it was like him versus like one or two you know not that many people but i was just like that's all it took <laughs> like <laughs> it's, he was doing like the wackest jumps and <laughs> i'm like that's all it takes Y'all can't defend that? <laughs> just sidestep. <laughs> sidestep. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I think it was definitely entertaining, more so than No Time to Die. <laughs> right, I thought that this was running circles around. No Time to Die made me want to go to sleep. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> okay, now you're just lying. <laughs> you are capping. <laughs> you are capping. Sort of but this... This, I don't know, something about it. it had like a Mad Maxi feel to it, especially with like the different looks of the different houses. Like when that guy that like the leader of <laughs> blanking on the name, when he he was basically just like a giant slug yeah. in the ear. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> but it was <laughs> it was cool. Um but I hate how they did my dude Oscar Isaacs. And I guess there is a lot of questions and I see how it's confusing for a lot of people, like in terms of just like his visions, his power set, okay, his mom's a witch concubine. Mm -hmm. What is going on there? But overall, I felt like it was enjoyable. How would y'all rate it like out of 10? That's crazy because you really just lied about no time to die. (laughs) (laughs) I would give it a six though. I would say like a five i don't think it was a bad movie i think that a lot of it was done really well and the you know graphics and the story and all that but it was just so slow that it took me a minute to get through like the, that last leg i really had to talk myself into it like um i'd say like a five no it wasn't slow no time to die <laughs> it was very slow oh my gosh I feel, like, um, I feel like it was it was long. I feel like it was longer than it needed to be. Yeah, it was way too long. They could have cut out 45 minutes of it and not missed a beat. <laughs> I don't know about 45 minutes. That, <laughs> that part where, okay, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the movie yet, 
that part where they go he like is trying to find get to his daughter um they're like holding her hostage that part was too long i didn't like that part way too long like, all right man sweep this up because the villain wasn't that great to me but that's i feel like that's bond villains in general they're never really that great um i wish uh i feel like they should have gave uh honor the armist a bigger role in that um then just that one scene where they just they had the gas whatever oh gotcha yeah uh-huh yeah i yeah i guess it's centered on daniel craig but i i felt like it was kind of boring but overall i think i gave dune this may be a little generous uh, eight between a 7.5 and an eight i think it was more so good and i think also it did not i honestly when the credits came on i'm like oh my god this is over because it, because I again in my mind I wasn't really registering it was a part one. I think they showed it in the beginning, so I'm like waiting for some sort of conclusion. So it felt like I had so much more to go in the journey, but you know that's for a second film. So, but I totally see what y'all mean. I I felt like it was if I was watching it at home and if I could be on my phone and all that, like I would definitely feel very bored of it. Yeah. Like hearing the sound through my seats and like just like the spacecraft and all that. Mm-hmm. So cool. Now that probably was a, a different experience too. Um, a lot of the visuals were really good. Like I thought they did a good job on some of those. So mm-hmm. that was probably a better experience in the theaters for that type of movie too. All right. So I can't remember if I remember I mentioned about Zendaya's acting abilities. Uh, remember a couple episodes, that might not have been on the episode, it might have been like before or after. Uh, but I don't know, if, did y'all see the tweets I sent uh, earlier? No. Yes. People talking, it's the same conversation. I kind of want to talk about it and see what y'all's opinion is. Wait, it's on Twitter? Yeah, in the group. Wait, oh wait, I deleted Twitter because I'm trying to avoid eternal spoilers. But I can log in on my... So I can just read it to you. It basically someone's saying... Uh, someone tweeted, I'm not a stickler on acting ability when I watch shows or movies, but however, there's one actor slash actress that's getting a lot of work lately that I peeped that's glaringly bad. And everyone's quote tweeting it and saying, you can say it, it's Zendaya. And I think we talked about this a little bit last episode on there being a difference between bad acting and range. Mm-hmm. I think that's like, I think that's maybe where this conversation is stemming from a little bit. Because I don't think Sunday is a bad actor. I really don't. I think that the, I think that she plays a lot of the same character. And I think that she plays that character very well. I don't know that Dune really like fits into this part of the conversation, but like Euphoria, she's good <laughs> in Euphoria. Like, I think she's a great actress in Euphoria. But she plays, you know, the grunge, distressed, like, like teenage, young adult girl in a lot of these movies. And I think she does that well, but it would also be good to see her be able to do other things well, too. Yeah. I mean, even in Malcolm and Marie, it was like her character yeah. is... That's I I thought her acting was phenomenal in that. I know the movie, good. The movie was awful, but she was a good actress. Yeah, like the that dialogue was really good between both of them. I mm-hmm. felt like she yeah. kind of outshined John David Washington, my opinion. 
it was the same type of character. Like she doesn't have like even like I was also like one of my complaints about Spider Man. I don't know why they made her character like that. Um, MJ, yeah, be more like tomboyish. I mean, it's tomboyish, just like bland. Mm. I can see that. Yeah, I guess we're used to more girly, upbeat MJ. But I mean, that's fair. But I think she's an amazing actress. I think she's really good. Like you said, not the most range, but think about like younger, like any role that requires like a young girl, like, you know, she kind of checks that diversity box being mixed mm -hmm. or whatever. So she's very palatable for the industry right now. But I think she she does a, a good job. Voice acting, acting all, all around. So, but I mean, I, I get people thinking she doesn't have range. I had this argument with my uh, best friend, Brandon, like two years ago. And she just keeps dropping these new characters. And I was like, you're, you're giving her more evidence. <laughs> you're not helping me here. <laughs> I feel like Hollywood is just, they're so, they, it's easier for them to just take someone who already has the stardom because they think that's going to what drive people to the movie because they want to see Zendaya. Mm -hmm. she's, like, she's literally the Tom Holland female version. <laughs> um, and so, but they, I sometimes I wish they would tap or try to find more new talent because they and that's why I'm so happy like Halle Bailey got <laughs> Ariel because she was also in the running for it and it was just them two and I'm like oh that just needs to <laughs> date one more time yeah the Disney property so it was it was nice but that's fair aunt I was just going through the quotes weeks to see who else people are quoting and there's a lot of glaringly than data some people are saying Tom Holland others are saying Lala <laughs> Lala, I'm like, she had enough stuff to help people yeah. co-tweeted it with Lala. So, uh, I have good work. I know people think, like, I have so many friends that hate Timothy Chalamet, they say he has a punchable face. Do you? <laughs> I really liked him in uh, Little Women, but I guess a lot of people hate him, like, hate his guts. I mean, different. Oh, I'm going through the court too. They're really packing her up. Yeah, like it's overwhelmingly about Zendaya. Um, really? Wow. Yeah. This is bomb. So she's she one of the. So. No, first. Um, and I mean, she's also still really young. Like, she's what? Younger than us? I think she's like my sister's age. Like, what, 22? 21, 22? I could be wrong. I could be dead wrong. But I always look at her as 22. <laughs> She's 25. Oh, well, still. 25 is still really young in, like, the acting world. And I feel like she has Absolutely. some time to, like, grow and try new roles and really grow into herself as an actor. Like, she right. only started a couple of years ago. So, and she has an Emmy. So, she'll, she'll get there. We'll see. Fingers crossed. <laughs> I'm losing my debate right now. <laughs> <Bad>. <laughs> as you can see from the cold key. <laughs> he, he's actually the person that sent me those tweets <laughs> so <Well. laughs> all right any other comments on uh dune no i'm good all right so what else have y'all been uh, watching uh i could start so i finished only murders in the building i feel like i've been talking about that series for the past few weeks now i finally finished it maya did you finish it i finished it too okay and did you finish it no 
I probably won't finish it. So you might you can go ahead and talk about it. You're not gonna finish it? No, you're not. Okay. I like it. I'm so happy that they set it up for season two because I really like the series. Like I really enjoyed it. At first I was like, you know, this is gonna be a little bit corny, but I really liked how they did it and how there was this murder mystery podcast kind of like alongside it as well. Definitely was not expecting it to be the girlfriend. <laughs> like in any capacity. And usually I can like guess that stuff. So I was a little disappointed with myself, but I didn't guess that at all. Mm-hmm. And I really like how they set it up for season two with this landlord randomly like being murdered. Yeah. And I wish they would have given us a little bit more if they left it off on a cliffhanger. Like I don't know, but I'm I'm it just basically solidified. Hopefully that there's gonna be a season two, so I'm all for it. Yeah, I I agree. Like the I feel like what's different with this Who Done It versus other shows like Mary V's Town. It's like usually like the end. It's like a big crescendo when you saw the mystery. But like I thoroughly enjoy each episode. Like just mm-hmm. the dialogue, like. Oh my gosh, Steve Martin, he's just one of my yes. favorites of the time. Yeah. So it's just like that nostalgia piece because I haven't really seen him since, gosh, it feels like forever. I don't even know the last thing he was in, but um, the dialogue is so good. And honestly, I felt like the ending was a little predictable because I'm like, they introduced the girlfriend at this point. I don't know. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she, so, she stabbed herself. It was so obvious. I don't know. For me, I'm like, that's what I'm like. I didn't pick up on it at all. Like, <laughs> I didn't get it at all. Yeah. <laughs> starting to doubt myself because I'm like, oh, this seems too obvious. Mm-hmm. But I still really like the ending. And like you said, setting it up for season two. Uh, so, and oh my God, I love, I love that show so much. Yeah. It was so good. So I finished that. So I randomly started Doom Patrol on HBO Max just because I really like, I've been really getting really into just, I feel like HBO has like the best content, like in terms of quality, it's constantly delivering. So I started it because it was DC and the show is so weird. Like I've never seen a show so bonkers in my life, (laughs) but something about it is getting me to keep watching it. I'm only, I mean, episodes are long. I'm only on like the fourth episode, but um, so I started that. I kind of just watch it whenever, like before I go to sleep or something. But I started episode one of Succession on HBO Max, too. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say good things. I remember it was like two years ago, we did an Emmy sweep. Um, and I really like Jeremy Strong as an actor. So I'm watching that. And I think, and then I'm watching C season two. I'm halfway through the season. Um, and it's very good so far. Dave Bautista's in it. Oh, so good. Um, but that's all I've been watching. First discussion, did you start the new season or are you starting the whole series? Whole series from season okay. Yeah. I think you'll like it. Yeah. I haven't oh, you, started the new you watch it? Yeah, I haven't started the new season yet, but I've watched the two previous ones and I really like them. So. Okay, nice. Yeah. Uh, as for me, um, including the stuff that we already talked about, um, I watched this uh, documentary on Hulu called The Next Thing You Eat. It's from it's by from David Chang. And it's just about like different advancements they're making in food. I feel like they've done it a lot of like different documentaries on it already, 
but I just really liked how they did it. Um, they talk about like, um, like Beyond Meat and stuff like that, and like how they're like making fish from like other stuff, um, as well as just like like technology that's coming and stuff. So that was really cool, interesting watch. Um, then I watched a show called My Name on Netflix. That was fire. It's about this girl, her uh, father gets killed like in front of her, and then she um, spends the season trying to get revenge. Uh, that shit was that was so solid. It was kind of predictable, um, like towards the middle how like it was going to turn out, but I still liked it. Then there's a show Ghost on CBS. I usually don't like uh, CBS's like regular like like sitcom content. I'm be caring for it, but I did kind of enjoy this, or at least it made like good background uh, noise, which is mainly what I was using it for. So that might be um, compensating for it. But I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna keep up with it. I usually only watch CBS when I'm watching like sports or like their game shows, because Survivor and Amazing Race are fire. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they got they got a little something with that. And then you, of course, fire you. It was it was great to me. I loved I loved, I loved it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind. I get a chance to watch it yet, so we can wait. You you can it. you can talk about it. It's okay. <laughs> okay, turn your volume so down. Behind that it just <laughs> turn your right, volume down. I don't want to get into it then. Real quick. <laughs> okay, okay, I will. I will. Um, I was really, I really did not think that I was really interested in how they were going to spend this season with like the kid and stuff like that and the family. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, now they got straight to it. The first episode. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like I had I was kind of back and forth with somebody on the timeline? Um, do you feel like it was Joe's fault that she was tweaking <laughs> initially? So I knew I knew what you were going to ask before you even asked it, and because this is a big debate that I've seen, and I think. I was absolutely team Joe that entire series. And not to say that Joe's any better or like any better of a person or anything like that, because I don't think that it's Joe's fault that love is the way that she is. I think that she's crazy in and of herself. Like it doesn't really have much to do with Joe. I think that they enable each other for sure. But I think that love is so much worse because she doesn't think before she does anything. Yeah. Like she does, she literally just does everything on impulse. She's like, oh, this person looked at Joe crazy or looked at Joe like she might want to fuck him. So I'm going to just slit their throat. And then they look at, and then she makes this big mess and then looks at Joe and is all mad because he has to clean it up or he's not doing it the way that she wants him to do it. So I think that I'm absolutely a fan of Joe because he's calculated. I like calculated. <laughs> I like people who think before they do stuff and actually think things out. Whereas love was just so impulsive that it was like, I cannot get behind you or anything that you're doing. And I would have loved to see like Joe, like, yes, Joe met his match and like, yes, crazy met crazy, but love didn't outsmart Joe. And I think that's why I couldn't root for her because she was literally just too impulsive for me. She was just doing anything. Yeah, whatever was, she wanted. It was aggravating. Like I was getting <laughs> I, that's why I was liked it. A lot of people were like, um, love characters who just annoying. I'm like, I mean that means the act like I if like, you find a character like really annoying, I feel like that's good acting. Because yeah. I was legit like getting mad <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> watching the everyone, show. Everyone was talking about the black lady needs a spinoff. 
no oh. absolutely <laughs> somebody tweeted that it got so many retweets too i was like y'all really feel this way she's so funny. <laughs> I, was really, I was really happy she didn't die though yeah that i was thrilled when love died oh and the way that he executed magnifique flawless <laughs> like, oh, uh, flawless murder so <laughs> random i was like i don't like that that they just put him in france i'm like what <laughs> well, he, I mean, he literally been jumping around. He went from New York to, what was it, L.A., and then L.A. is like a suburb, and then a suburb to France. Like, he's going to keep going and going until but France, he's just like, on the run. Like what's he gonna I mean, do? he had to get out of the States. Everybody think he's dead. U.K.? U.K. is right there. <laughs> France has Paris. What do you mean? <laughs> Paris is I'm, lit. I'm thinking about the next, the next season. Uh, they said they're gonna do a season four. If that is that gonna be in French, there's English like, people who speak English in France. I don't know. I, I don't like that. <laughs> they can just do the UK. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but the conversation I was having, she was like, uh, going back to the first episode, she was trying to say, she was trying to say I wasn't, um, I was being biased for Joe, or whatever, and that it was all his fault. And I'm like, yeah, he went over there to cheat. Or he not even, I don't think he went over to cheat. He was about to, but he stopped himself. And he was he literally was talking about how he was gonna do thing do it right by her or whatever. And then he went and told her. She didn't have to kill that man. Yeah. Um, or that woman. So I was like Yeah, he shouldn't have told her. At that point, um it was all on her. And also I feel like the it's one of those like small town things where everyone's just super gossip and believe everything that they hear type of thing. But do they really think that love killed all these people and set all this stuff up and buried all these bodies by herself? Love. <laughs> yeah, like that don't make no sense. Like she would need somebody to help her carry the bodies, but it is what when it is. When they had that, um, I forget what it was, that get together though, and the lady first proposed that she would pay for a bakery, I think that counts kind of weird. I was like, all right, you can't yeah. kind of die. Like you definitely just tried to, uh, you know, mess around with her man. Then, then yeah, right. <laughs> Like, women are you awful. Had it, you, you had it coming. <laughs> women are awful people. Um, how did you? I saw so, so there was also some. I saw some tweets. I don't. Th I don't think it was like big, but I did see some comments about the episode where she killed the dad. The measles episode. Yeah. About that being like about anti-vaxxers. Yeah. What do you think about that? Uh, I mean, killing him was extreme. Obviously, that's not like the best response you could have. But it was also one of those things that was like, my baby was in the hospital and dying. Like we thought that he was about to die because you didn't disclose that you weren't vaccinated and X, Y, Z. And I don't know, it's like one of those things where especially, I mean, even with COVID, like I'm sure they use measles. Yeah, I'm sure they use measles because it was something like that seems so far away, like, and it didn't really seem as political as just saying what it was as COVID. But I mean, even with COVID, it's like, when you put somebody at risk, of course, there's going to be emotions around that, especially if they end up in the hospital about to die. <laughs> like, um, obviously, killing him was a little extreme, but I definitely saw that as like a direct link to the whole COVID anti-vax conversation going on, too. Yeah, technically, she didn't come up. She just whacked him. That's him true. Up. He killed himself. That's true. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I thought this season was great. 
I will probably actually rewatch it sometime before the fourth season comes out, which we're already confirmed for season four, which is great. Excited for that. But no, I think they did this really well. So I do hope the last season uh, or this next season is the last one. Cause I don't want to, do, I don't want it to be some drawn out things. So I really hope they end it. Yeah. Um, and then I feel like them ending it will be a good way to go out. Um, I feel like you probably have them like getting caught up with like you know his all like the, all his past you know like murders and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Get on a manhunt or something like that. I don't know. But yeah. Anything past season four, they're doing too much. Yeah, love that all the black people have survived. My favorite part of the show. <laughs> 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 All right, and then the last thing I watched, which I just started yesterday, actually, is a show called Girl from Nowhere. Um, and man, they, some Asian properties are really carrying Netflix. I'm telling y'all, um, it's about it's like a, it's kind of like an anthology anthology series, um, and it's about this girl. She she it's just like different stories, um, and essentially it's like exposing people um, and like their secrets. And like the stuff they do like in dark or whatever and kind of just like mm-hmm. exposing that and they kind of um it's not even just exposing it like they like go through like all these traumatizing things like as a result of their actions um i will say if you if anybody that checks it out it is a um heavy trigger warning there's mm-hmm. a lot of episodes uh with like sexual assault and stuff mm-hmm. um and then like literally the first episode is uh like pedophilia um okay so let's see watch out for that but you can, can probably put this on netflix yeah hmm. so, but maybe pushing the envelope not to that. it's a very interesting show and i almost didn't watch it because it was it said like the label it said like teen teen shows and i was like man i don't know some teen show teen shows are lame but that that teen show was not a teen not show uh-uh. you said uh, this is on netflix yeah wow yeah speaking like of Speaking of Netflix, um, I also watched the Dave Chappelle special. Mm. I felt like I had to just because I needed to be able to form an opinion for myself. And we don't really have to get into like what we all thought about it. Um, I, I'm going to say it. I have not cared about any of those specials. It, I just didn't really laugh. Yeah. And it was like he was clearly just trying to make a statement or get it off his chest yeah it wasn't like he was trying to be deliberately funny i felt like it definitely felt targeted in my opinion it definitely was and i think it was very nice that he you know tributed to his friend um that was part of the lgbtq community but i don't know it's like a comedy special and i just didn't laugh at any of the jokes like outside of lgbtq jokes and targeted jokes about the trans community like anything none of it was really funny to me oh. i think i laughed like one or two times mm-hmm. and i don't know i feel like he's done better specials that were just funny and i think this one was more about sending a message so that's something else that i watched i wasn't like a huge fan and it'll be really interesting to see how all of this you know netflix employee stuff starts to unravel now that you know some of them have walked out and then the ceo made a statement but then he kind of retracted it and all of this type of stuff so i'm interested to see how all of that will will plan out because it is a thin line um between you know comedy and offense especially in 
communities that are, you know, subject to a lot of abuse and stuff too. So, wasn't this like mm -hmm. the second like special that was like on that topic? I think third, second yeah. or third. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it was on the same topic though. Um, I don't know. Maybe the other ones. It's been a while since I watched them, but. Yeah, I, I definitely, I felt like what he said was avoidable and like with the whole thing with like, it almost felt like, you know, when white people say I have that one black friend, mm -hmm. yeah, the one trans friend that's allowing you to say <laughs> like, probably shouldn't. Yeah. That's the vibe I got from him. No, that's real. Yeah. yeah. And I get like, you know, he's always saying like, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just trying to be funny. It's like, it's not because I hate you. It's because I think it's funny. But it definitely felt targeted. I totally feel like people who are boycotting like him are justified because, again, like you said, it didn't feel like a comedy special. It felt like, I mean, attack. I don't know. Not attack, but I just felt like, you know how they say sometimes like different minority groups, like you either want progress or you want privilege. I feel mm -hmm. like he definitely wants like because he's always comparing Blacks and like the LGBTQ community. You don't have to compare them. They're two different movements. Like, and we're all trying to like fight for, you know, equality. So yeah, I, I definitely, I'm there with you, Bria, on that. Because yeah, yeah. it, it kind of felt unnecessary. I felt like, oh, it was unnecessary. Like I just, I watched it and I was like, this is, didn't need, I, this was a waste of an hour. <laughs> no, literally. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly how I felt. And then the last thing, do we want to talk about Insecure? Fire. So, yeah, so this yes. past Sunday, a couple of days ago, uh, was season, or excuse me, yeah, the final season, season five, episode one of Insecure. Um, as everyone who's listening knows, we love Issa Rae over here and everything that she puts <laughs> out. So what did y'all think of the first season? I feel like it was a lot of stuff that got set up for upcoming episodes. I like I really like that they kind of just they didn't ha have a season where like they tried to like rebuild or they didn't make it like a build up to like the rebuild of like the Issa um, and Molly relationship. They were just yeah. like months passed and they mm -hmm. like working it out. I like that how they just yeah. like, yeah, got it out the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, people said they didn't want to be friends, but I wanted them to be friends though. I wanted them to work it out. I want them to work it out. I just think they need to have a tough conversation. Um, yeah. Molly's got a lot to figure out. Yeah. <laughs> because neither of them are perfect, but um, I I don't know. I just don't think that... I mean, Issa's sometimes not a good friend to Molly either, but Molly doesn't really seem to be a good friend to Issa in a lot of instances, so... You better stop for we get trademark flag too. Are <laughs> <laughs> <By> you? <laughs> I guess you don't see your own podcast because of me. <laughs> I I really did y'all know that they went to Stanford before this episode? Maybe I completely missed that. I'm so sure that was my favorite tweet of the entire night. Um somebody tweeted that. Issa went to Stanford this whole time. Like she didn't make one connection. Struggling all these episodes. Trying to play like toy, like you know, plumbing toilets and shit. I'm like, damn. I think that this whole Stanford spin was completely new. At least Issa going to Stanford. Now I know Issa went to Stanford in real life. Like that was her alma mater. Oh really? Yeah, in real life, she went there. 
but her character i don't think it was ever mentioned that she went to stanford unless it was like in passing maybe yeah i thought it was mentioned like once before yeah yeah um it definitely wasn't something hard on her yeah i got bonus got a bmw now fear god fit i know who he up right now he's sick i know she's sick i was so sad when she oh i was so sad i feel like i'm really holding hope i think that they're going to end up back together that's my that's my season prediction that in the end of it all they're gonna end up back together um did that see that scene was just so sad because you know they finally came back around they've been it's been like four years of them trying to you know break up and figure it out and just friends and don't talk to me and now they finally figured it out. Pandola went and had a baby. Well, Lawrence went and had a baby too. And she's just like, yet. huh? I don't have a baby yet. I, I mean, well, yeah, but a baby on the way. Yeah. And, and now it's like a huge wrench in everything. Everything was just perfect. This may be a hot take, <laughs> but... I don't know. Like, I get it. Like, technically, Lawrence didn't do anything wrong. It's not like he was cheating on Issa. Mm-hmm. In a relationship, he ended it, and she comes back around. And I just feel like if she really loves him, she should give him another try. Because she cheated on him. Like, get into it. Oh, like I didn't think about it that way. I'm like, you mind? Like, you can forgive, you know, everyone has their things. And it wasn't like a deliberate harming somebody it's something that's completely out of his control i remember i did not think of it like that like, of course you did come on i mean <laughs> that not be the only reason when she told him like no i can't do this but like i mean it's tough like raising someone else's child but mm-hmm. i mean i just kind of felt like you know he did, you're right he didn't do anything wrong um mm-hmm. i think it's just like a a burden that she has to decide if she wants to take on. And I, I mean, not to call the kid a burden, but like, I was just talking to my roommates about this. You know, when a kid is a newborn <laughs> and you're just kind of like playing stepmom to a newborn, that's like, yeah, that is tough. very different than if the kids, you know. Yeah, because you can't five, get pregnant anytime soon or else you'd be too overwhelmed. So you get exactly. it like three, four years. <laughs> yeah. And that, I mean, and she's, basically would have to carry the burden of the fact that Lawrence and Condola are still going to be I'm not gonna say involved because they don't have to be involved but like that's still going to be a very a piece of his life that I don't know if she can kind of get to that so or with that so mm-hmm. I personally um, don't want them to get it back together so she cheated. <laughs> now she's miserable he that's- forgot her birthday It'd be like that. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> that is not re- result in cheating. That's not equal. But you can tell you that he wow. That's how you feel, Rhea. <laughs> he mentally checked out. Like you forget someone's birthday. That's bad. He mentally checked out of the relationship at that point. He was going through things, man. He was working on a five-year plan. He was on the couch playing video games. And then once he remembered That's the, the best day, place to play all he did was get her a car from the convenience store. Okay. The thought that counts. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that he's justified with anything, but I'm just saying that 
if Issa's really like sees a future in him, she could try to make it work. But I mean, you know, her career's just launching. That is a lot to take on. Yeah. Speaking of careers, that little panel discussion, that little statement. Oh, she made, so cringe. That hit me in the chest. Not the panel, but like the thing she said at the end. Mm hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, you wow. never know you're, if you're doing the right thing or not. Like, wow, read me. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, though. That I was... go to law school. Yeah. <laughs> I really have come here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I, I really love the fact that it was just focused on, like, they don't bring Lawrence into it to the very end of the episode. Like, mm -hmm. seeing her and Molly, like, you know, come to terms, and then just seeing her, like, just with her friends in that space was really good. And then, oh, my God, Kelly is so funny. She's really... When they got rough. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny and then like kelly i think it's the first time we kind of saw her serious like she was really upset about the yeah. friend mm -hmm. and like she peeped at the whole time but they got <laughs> that was funny <laughs> in the diner where they from way last year i know not her name i didn't see that coming at all until like until that actual scene when like the she started acting i was like oh she ain't cahoots yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I really like the, the. I feel like it's gonna be a really good season. Um, yeah. Music was fire as usual. Mm -hmm. um, and then I, the whole just 10 out of 10 episode. Easy way, easiest way to say it. Mm -hmm. I would say 9 out of 10 because Florence and Issa broke up. All right, man. It's Issa's fault. Okay. Get <laughs> 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 them together. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just trying to figure like where this, there's so many different directions the season can go. And it's like, even with each character, like is Molly going to just like, I feel like they're kind of setting up for her to like come to terms with her being single or like rekindling with someone. Oh, but like, I don't know. I feel like all, all four seasons has been like a sprint with a guy. It doesn't work out. A sprint with another guy. It doesn't work <laughs> out. And it would be nice to just see her like with me. Not saying that I just want to see her single. I, you know, hope the best for her, but like kind of like in a space where she's just in control and she's not like yeah. so and she's like the episode when she talked about running out of time, like that just really hurt me inside. Just because mm -hmm. I know a lot of women feel that way, especially in their 30s. So is it not with me? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. I hope she I don't know. They they kind of hinted to this fact that she's on her her journey for self-healing and you know mm -hmm. she's been going to therapy still and all of that stuff so I hope she does find some I don't know peace with herself but they also introduced this new potential love interest for her already so remember the guy who was like at the um after oh, a lot yes. of things he was yeah. like they've been trying to get us alone this whole time like i always wanted to be with you so xyz oh, that's right I forgot yeah so it's that. like yeah. i hope she navigates the way that they set her up to navigate this is better than before <laughs> <laughs> very true because she's definitely the gabrielle union in like every movie just like successful yeah. black woman you know plagued with singleness and not being able to take someone seriously right i was hoping um at first i was hoping they were going to show condola this 
episode, but then I was like, no, nah, I don't know why I even expected that. They're going to make us wait. Yeah. Hey, so. You're going to be upset. That yeah. was honestly hindering me from being excited about this season. Every time I'm like, ugh, Kendoa. Right, yeah. <laughs> Here she go, messing everything up. Right. <laughs> so is that in for the uh, insecure portion? Yeah, I mean, I'm super excited for this season. We'll see where it goes, but we'll keep uh, giving updates during these episodes too. I'll go ahead and plug this in. Make sure y'all uh, follow, follow the follow us on, at the Bingeverse on Twitter. I will be live tweeting every Instagram episode, um, and then I feel like we should start running spaces. Mm-hmm. While I was on Clubhouse, I didn't like the Clubhouse conversation. Um, that I was in. Yeah, I didn't see any. I, there wasn't even a room. Um, so follow us on both of those. Uh, join our group or room on Clubhouse. We might do it there. Um, and then if we run a space, follow us on the Bingeverse at, on Twitter, and you will see that and join us in there. We can do all these discussions live after the episode. Um, now it's October. We twenty eighth when this drops. Uh, it's Halloween week. So let's get into some Halloween topics. Um, <laughs> I got a costume. Don't need Halloween parties. Yep, I will be in New Orleans this weekend for Halloween. I got two costumes. One's a basic one. I'm going as number five from Codename Kids Next Door. <laughs> Something. But my real one for Saturday, I'm going as Moon Knight. He's gonna. They announced the Disney Plus series for him, but I'm a Moon Knight reimagined. I'm doing like an upcycled out uh, costume, so I'm excited. Hmm. I do not have the a costume yet. Um, I'm going to Puerto Rico this weekend. Um, kind of on some last minute stuff with my class because we have fall break. Um, I was gonna sit. I was gonna stay home, you know, just like relax <laughs> after after finals and all of this, but. I got kind of talked into going and the flight was cheap and all that. So I had to go. It's supposed to be a Halloween party. Don't have a costume. So Halloween. Yeah, literally just my best cat ears or I don't know. Which was quick get costume. What'd you say? It was quick get costume, the little jumpsuit. Oh my gosh. Maybe on something and everyone's seen the show, but they'll get it. I don't get it. <laughs> don't know what I am. Um, I I was going to dress up. I didn't have an idea, but I was I did plan on it, and then I got booked to do some videography for uh, Orange Soda, so I'll be there. Yeah, it's um, booked and busy. Not dressed yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I still might. I might try to find. Yeah, I put it, like put your mask on. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not doing that. I won't be able to see anything. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm recording. It's gonna be off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have nothing to edit. Yeah. Um. So I think I'm gonna try to find a character or something like that, and like just dress up in, like normal normal clothes. I could always take the cheap route and just be a soccer player because I have plenty of that uh, <laughs> stuff. So uh, we'll see. Yeah. I wish I was more creative with Halloween costumes. Um, I did Halloween growing up? I'm a preacher's kid. If you didn't remember, but <laughs> <laughs> Halloween was like banned in my family. So, I was at Hallelujah Nights. When y'all were out. <laughs> we all were out trick or treating. I was in the church. <laughs> yeah, the trunks of people's cars. Yes. 
<laughs> my, I, one of my favorite things uh, about October is the uh, uh, the makeup artists be showing out on mm -hmm. Instagram. They be going crazy on the timeline. Mm -hmm. So I pay attention to them. Mm -hmm. uh, I was just telling my roommate that's one of my least favorite parts. Like the, like the, like the blood and burn makeup and stuff, and like the. Yeah. I don't like that stuff. Mm -mm. How do you do that? I was thinking. I mean, yeah, it's raw. It's I definitely hate... raw. Yeah, but I hate that though because it's like ugh, it looks too real. Yeah, but I Me... like it when like people actually do like. I don't know something that's not bloody and gory, but like. Mm -hmm. I saw like one girl did the um, mask snitchery on Instagram. She's like the best cosplayer. She did the mask, like green face and the hat and everything. So cool. Oh, still, yeah. I like her. Uh, yeah, like uh, I've seen people do like Venom. Um, and I like when people just do like full costumes like every day. Like 31 Days of Halloween, they just literally dress up like a different character every day. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the one, your name was Angela Sims. And she doesn't even do it just for Halloween. She does it like all year round. She just cosplays and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, that's what I was gonna say. Cosplayers be showing out too. Yeah, like, I was gonna say. I should I should go um search the tag and see if anyone has some stuff I can pull together. <laughs> the tag? What do you say? What'd you say? No, I said I should go search the hashtag on Instagram, like cosplayers oh. or something, and yeah. see if I can come up with any ideas I can steal. That's definitely a good idea. I'm gonna do that too. Yeah. I, feel, I can remember we, we talked about Halloween kills um last time or not, whether or not we did uh that shit was trash. Yeah, mm -hmm. I heard it was horrible. Yeah. It was the worst. And the worst thing was I'm I'm in this other group chat and they somebody said it was good. So I was looking at, they went to the theater and said it was good. So I'm like, oh. I watched it. It was not good. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. The thing is I was like, I was like I, I just knew in my heart it was going to be bad, but I should have, like, it being on Peacock should have been, like, the confirmation, like, yeah, this is going to be gone. Oh, you can watch it on Peacock? Yes. Oh. And it was in theaters? Wow. Okay, yeah. I didn't you know realize it was on Peacock. Peacock. I, I knew it was in theaters, but... Peacock, same night, too. So, yeah, this is probably mid. Mm. Below mid. This was yeah, it wasn't that It was just dumb. I don't understand. I don't want them to make another one. There was a scene, spoiler alert, where like at the end they do catch him. They get his mask off and everything like that, and they're like they have him surrounded, and they take they go against them one by one. And I'm like, <laughs> they got him to take the mask off. Yeah, like the he's in the middle of killing somebody. They snatch his mask off. They don't show his face, which is dumb to me. I think it's dumb, but um, they have him surrounded. They got like claws, bats, and stuff like that. And they start hitting him like one by one. And I'm just like, and then they get, he's like, he's laying down. And the lady stabs him with like this knife. Mind you, she just stabbed him with a whole pinchfork like about five minutes ago. And he got back up after that. So what, what made you think a knife, a butter knife, was going <laughs> to keep that man down? <laughs> you don't cut that man's head off and call it a day. But the man's still alive. Just dumb. And then, of course, he just he stands up and starts killing them one by one. And it was like, mm -hmm. well, that's what you get. <laughs> <laughs> so, mm, I think want them to make better horror films. I don't know how they're going to do that, but some something's got to be done because this it's not working out right now. I wasted money. 
I will gladly take a, a new stimulus versus you making another Halloween. All right. Personal question. What do you think is the worst way to die? Or like, what would you be your like least favorite way to die? Drowning. Absolutely. Burning. Least sort of like suffocation. Drowning probably though. Yeah, no, drowning sounds pretty awful. I was going to say burning. Like, mm -hmm. that just sounds graphic. So sorry. But like, your house that's on fire and you just burn alive in it. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. that sounds like Oh, awful. Mm -hmm. I remember, was it sci-fi? I don't think it was sci-fi. It might have been a different channel. I remember channel was. It was the same channel that A Thousand Ways to Die was on, if y'all watched that. Yeah. <laughs> where they would talk about, um, like, different, like, ancient warriors um, and how they would, like, their battle tactics. I'm not going to say, because well, um, that stuff was just way too graphic. But it, pretty much, like, any of, like, the, the Asian... Um, ancient Asians, like civilizations, how they found stuff like that, and it's like the torture method methods they had. Just take any one of those. That's my answer for any of those because they were sick, mm. really, really sick, sickos. That's I put porridge on our pet peeves, but I just talked about mine. Y'all have any? Hmm? What'd you say, man? Porridge on our pet peeves. Um, it's just like the running away. I mean. If you don't just get on a plane and leave the flee the country, like that's my thing. Like, I just like that people would like, you know, people getting killed in the town and they're like, I don't know, still walking around. I guess they have to make it for shows, but just the idea that people that, that just don't like escape. But I mean, I guess it wouldn't be a movie, but I just in that's general, fine. like people just the dumb decisions that go into like running away from someone and like not really fleeing the safety effectively mm -hmm. yeah i would say mine are pretty much the same i don't watch a lot of horror but the worst ones are the ones where i'm like okay even now i would do something that's different than that <laughs> like um you know like following the noise running towards something needing to investigate like all that type right. of stuff like, splitting yeah. up right right yeah Okay, so I feel like I like that you brought up us because like that was a good horror film, and I feel like they didn't really do anything stupid. Like when the stuff started happening, it just got like it just came to them. Like the you know the creatures came to their house. They couldn't really do anything. Mm -hmm. Other people they'd be in the house, they'd be hearing stuff, and they just be kicking it and they take it as a joke and stuff like that. And it's like, all right, here we go again. Yeah. How does it go down? You about to open? About to be in the in uh, be in the house. You're gonna get dragged through it, and then you know stab stab on to the next person. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get something new, please? Y'all been doing this for what, fifty years? Mm -hmm. Need new everything. Um, I have a ton of pet peeves. I want guns to be introduced more often uh, because it's twenty twenty one. Why do if people were shot up out here, people definitely have guns. These white people are not lacking like that in these movies. I promise. <laughs> for them to just be still pulling knives and bats. Um, what else? Oh, I, I don't like the concept of that like people just be running full sprint allegedly and then they're, they're just walking and they catch up yeah That's Mike Myers <laughs> I never see that man run a day in his life and he somehow still catches up like they be, they be doing full sprints for a little minute he just be walking and then boom he's in front of you like come on now yeah 
That's why I love that scary movie scene where it's like she's running away full sprint that she just happens to be on the treadmill. That's what it feels like. It's like making fun of it because like, really, like, how are you doing all this running and then still end up in like the same spot or get killed? Right. <laughs> Those are my top three. I'm going to probably keep going. It's like, I have a lot of complaints about the industry, which is why they need me in the industry. Uh, so <laughs> even that season, you know, call me, get on the page. I'll respond. <laughs> I got the ideas. I just need the funding. <laughs> y'all got the funding. Y'all don't have the ideas. So you know, we can work together. Um, what would your villain origin story be? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the only thing that comes to mind is like an evil twin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't, I think that obviously I have a twin so I just think the the concept of like I don't know being like the evil twin I guess is something that could be my origin story but um but I'm really the nice twin though so that, that that's not really my story <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know yeah I don't know that I have one of that's um what's yours if this economy don't get better, man, then you're going to see a different side of me real soon. If what? Gas is up. Biden not doing nothing. He still owes me $600 from that stimulus that you promised. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> rent prices going up. Housing is just, housing is disgusting right now. Car prices is disgusting right now. Minimum wage not going up. It's just nasty out here. <laughs> so everyday life is your... your <laughs> <laughs> Everyday life in America. Um, oh, I get okay. Yeah, okay. Eventually, I I, eventually, I'm gonna have enough, and it's gonna get ugly out here. No. Um. I mean, if anything, school, like you just gonna snap class one day. Man, like <laughs> <laughs> the work they have me doing. Mm -hmm. It's enough to make somebody snap, so I'll just say that's fine. <laughs> All type of stuff. I got like hella readings, hella assignments. I'll do like the same day, group work, a lot. The group work, work. I understand. Yeah, I <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And look, the thing is, I like my group, but that's just a lot to coordinate now that you say that i think and i realize the answer this in incorrectly i would definitely say corporate america i would Ooh, absolutely that is very much so <laughs> the root of my origin like eat like my villain origin story microaggressions being yes. black in the workplace <laughs> all <of> that absolutely <laughs> Is that your real hair? You speak so nice. Bop, bop, bop. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and we are having flashbacks. <laughs> no. <laughs> you better start tonight. You know what? I've had enough. <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> all right uh what are you scared of 
birds and chewing gum. What? <laughs> <laughs> I've been scared of birds my whole life. My Nana, we went to go. We had bread and we were like throwing it into this pond. And then all the geese came out of the pond at one time. I remember me and my sister jumped on this picnic table and my Nana was trying to like fight off the geese, but we only had one slice of bread left. I just vividly remember that moment. And they were trying to like yap, like nip at my grandma. It was horrible. Um, so I've been scared of birds ever since. Recently, when I was in Oakland, a bird, a pigeon, literally jumped in my face. <laughs> <laughs> I literally thought my 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 soul left my body at that moment. But no, birds are really traumatizing. I don't like them either. I think yeah. they're awful. Exactly, and they're dirty. And they're literally the closest descendants of dinosaurs. So people say, oh, they're not scary. Closest living relative to a T-Rex is a chicken. So <laughs> chickens are terrifying. Are, and they're just like the way they're just like chicken slap, first of robots. All. Like they don't chickens are amazing. Not yeah. just eating chicken, but actually like they just randomly start chasing you. Oh gosh. And then gum, I've always, I guess that's more of a phobia. Like I don't. I just think it's absolutely disgusting, like seeing it, hearing it, like I was scared of it as a kid just because I thought it was so nasty. A chicken not chasing me for long before it's in my air fryer, so. (laughs) 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 Hold on, what about the chewing gum? (laughs) I would just, it was more of a phobia, like I said, like I was just, it was, I don't know, I think it was so disgusting seeing it out, people chewing, hearing it, smelling it. I don't know. It had to be something when I was a kid, but I just, ever ever since I could remember, I just thought it was like the most nastiest thing ever. And so like, when I see it, I literally get so uncomfortable. I guess more, that's more of a phobia, not a fear. Birds is definitely my number one. It had to be that uh, thick ass Hubba Bubba candy. <laughs> could have been. <laughs> that shit was disgusting. It was just pure sugar. You can, no, it only lasted like five seconds. So you're just smacking on it at that point. <laughs> <laughs> or those pieces of gum at like the bubble gum thing. Yes, the big <laughs> circles. Literally. That was really giving us anything as candy, because what was that? Yeah. <laughs> that hubba bubble used to be so hard too. <laughs> <laughs> be harder than now and later. <laughs> they better right. break you. They check in for the chocolate for uh, razor blades, man. Check the hub above. What about you, Bria? Um, let's see. I'm. I've talked about my fear of spirits and oh yeah, ghosts and things before. So that's definitely one of mine. Living in New York, I've uncovered a new fear, and that is rats. I'm afraid of rats. <laughs> I I didn't realize I was afraid of rats because I never encountered rats before I moved to New York. But those things are scary. <laughs> they're scary because they're huge. I live right in Harlem, so it's like, you know, the city already don't really care to be cleaning the streets and stuff like that. They trash everywhere. And the rats just be out there chilling, like chilling on the sidewalks, just digging through the trash. And they they aren't like squirrels you know if a squirrel hears you coming they're gonna run 
but the rats like they don't care they just (laughs) they're not gonna budge like they just really they do not care it's their street they know how it all works and especially at night when I have to take my dog out they be out there like just chilling on the sidewalks they'd be running by sometimes it'd be like five six of them in a pack and I like my heart like just beats out of my chest because just like oh my god I didn't people told me that they were wrapped in New York but I never you know I don't know if I thought it was like a myth or something but <laughs> like, it was not myth like it's, it's real and they're here so I remember when the New York was flooding, I saw a tweet who was a rat doing a, a backflow. I saw that. Oh yeah, that's just disgusting. The subway. Oh, I'm also I'm also afraid of roller coasters. Yeah. Yeah, I don't do roller coasters. They um, you know, make me a little uncomfortable. And you know, there's all those stories of people who like, you know, fell under the bar and <laughs> Under the bar and just like lost <laughs> lost their lives. Bye. <laughs> like ride just kept on riding. So uncomfortable. Huh? Just, I think it's funny that you said they're uncomfortable. You said what's uncomfortable? <laughs> you said the seats are uncomfortable. Like, you said the rides are uncomfortable. No, I don't no, not the rides being uncomfortable. I'm saying like people be like slipping under that little bar you gotta oh. pull down. There's like stories of people just slipping under them, and they go. Some of them lost their life, and then you just get their life. I don't like the ones like at Kings Island. There's this ride called the Diamondback, mm-hmm. and it's like the lap bar, and it's like you just pull this thing into you. I don't trust those. I'll be honest. Yeah, I'd be a little nervous. Yeah, I'd be yeah. my, like for dear life, because like what that thing just like comes like comes off. Like I'm I'm out of here. Yeah. In- my parents used to hate taking of to the amusement park because I would go but I just wouldn't ride anything I'd hold all the stuff <laughs> I don't mind I'll just sit here <laughs> I I like, this, was right? <laughs> this is a waste of our money like, yeah, okay I didn't tell y'all to come here <laughs> yeah. for the phone cake. I respect it no literally yeah I, I like the ones that like like the harness comes down over you and then it also has like the seatbelt um and that connects it yeah but if it's just you know one pulley thing i'm like all right i'm not letting go of this i can put your (laughs) hands up but when this thing especially after seeing final destination nah i'm not not chancing it (laughs) uh me i'm just scared of like stuff that i unknown like stuff like area 51 um like black holes the black holes no is that like is that like an example of like something you're scared of yeah same thing i know like they'd be up to on the daily Mm. um what else especially the government because it's like what imagine just waking up and they're like yeah um you just see a tank going down like yeah we're doing we're doing martial law what am I, what am I do? <laughs> like, damn, <laughs> it's really about to happen. Um, what if the rapture just kicked off? Like right now? No, just... the rapture used to keep me up at night. <laughs> like as a like a teenager, I remember like my me going into my parents' room that one night. Like I cannot sleep. And my dad was like, "Why?" Because I was thinking about how eternity works, like how t- 
time just doesn't ever stop. <laughs> like, that's the kind of stuff that, like, and that's why that Black, uh, Maya, I know we talked about this a couple episodes ago, that Black Mirror episode with the time mm-hmm. it completely messed me up all over again. I felt like I healed from, <laughs> healed from that. And then Black Mirror just messed it all up. So. Yeah. Now, that's legitimate. That's a legitimate fear. Black yeah. Black Mirror might be, I might be scared of Black Mirror too. Um, y'all know that episode Nosedive? Um, which was about like the social media mm-hmm. um, writing and stuff like that. I didn't know that was real. Oh yeah, that, that's like a thing. And I think it's China. Yeah, or, yeah. I thought that was yeah. like I saw. I remember I saw somebody like talking about it. Like it, I thought they meant like it's going to be a thing. Yeah, but it's not as like already a thing. Techno- technologically fleshed out as Black Mirror, but like yeah, everyone has like a grade. I think I don't want to speak on it if be wrong, but I've heard about that being a real thing. Yeah, I, I just read it. Um, I looked into it, and that's a, a real thing already. And they're trying to expand it, and I was just like, "Wow!" Mm-hmm. Here I think it's just a joke. And then, but no, everything on the episode is just you know coming out. Yep, that's terrifying. <laughs> it's crazy out here. Make sure y'all you know do y'all good deeds. So y'all have good ratings when we when it kicks off. <laughs> <laughs> All I cared about is the pearly gates. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I don't care about that. I don't care about the rating. I'm pers- I'm oh, that is so funny. Me, I'm personally giving every AKA um, a one star. Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> my villain origin story. Part two. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you are a villain, what would be your um, weapon of choice? Uh, probably either a gun or one of those things I can't I don't even know what it's called but it's like you hold it and it has like a, a spear at the end with the spikes on it oh yeah I think that's cool a cool weapon yeah. <laughs> it'd be like a good name, it's not nunchucks it's just like a name for it I forget yeah I can't I don't know what it's called but it's like spikes um you get medieval is that, is that medieval? <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> you definitely went like 1500s. No, well, I'll bring them back. <laughs> I'll bring them back. It's a, it's a fashion accessory now. <laughs> oh, it's called a flail. Flail. That's what it's called. Oh, a flail. See? I don't like that name for it. <laughs> yeah, I think it, it should be nice something cooler than that. Yeah, yeah, it's not intimidating. So, yeah, I'm about to pull my flail out on you. It's like it's <laughs> <laughs> not intimidating. Right. Hmm. I gotta think. I keep thinking of like Marvel villains. I love Doc Ock. Like, and what what is uh what the Underminer or no 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 no? It was a syndrome. Like basically having things where I have like all these like long legs where I can just. Like, I think <laughs> <laughs> it's like like animatronic spider arms, I guess. I don't know. Like like uh, Incredibles, like that giant ball with the legs and the arms were like this. I don't know. Like Doc Ock, basically. Like yeah. he would have multiple arms, elongated arms, metal arms. I beat up multiple people. Yeah. I'm definitely going to go with the... Uh... I would go with my guy um, Hawkeye and Ronan from uh, Endgame. It's Endgame time. 
Mm -hmm. He was just running around with that sword, killing people. I go with the sword and the, and the bow and arrow combo. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! It's a crazy duo. Who we snap with that? Right. All right. Um, this has been a great episode. Great conversations. Uh, thank you guys for watching. Make sure you uh, like, share, subscribe um, on everything. That's Clubhouse. Twitter, YouTube, um, app, all podcast uh, distrib distributions. What else we got? Instagram. Ooh, what else? Um, <laughs> you probably got LinkedIn. I don't know if Bria has it signed up on. <laughs> we don't have a LinkedIn yet. We should have one of those. Y'all got anything else to add? No. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you tap into our socials and subscribe and we will see you all next time.